WWE does in fact stand for WWE. Now you're all gonna cry about it, right? You wanna punish people for actually liking professional wrestling? So I'm gonna invoke my privilege. Let me introduce the solutions. I am going to break your mystique. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. Yowie wowie! Hello and welcome to Wishful Booking. It's a podcast, episode 105, covering the WWE. My name is Liam McNulty. I'm joined, as I'm always joined, by Jimmy Moorcraft. What's up, dude? What's up, man? You ready for the biggest party of the summer? I was born not ready, and I still aren't. Got your white claws? That's all the girls want? Uh, sure. I, I don't know what that means, but okay. Yeah. Oh, white claws is like this new hard seltzer drink that all the girls want, because it's like not a lot of calories. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. But thanks for asking. Sure. <laughs> You're welcome. I bet Finn Balor drinks it. That's how he stays in shape. Ah. Is that oh yeah. is it like this is it like the thing from Magic Mike where they just drink like a little tiny bit of it and they get wasted? No, no, it, it's like literally it's literally flavored seltzer with like alcohol in it. Oh. So it's like Zima. Sure. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but all right. Oh yeah, I'm old. So never mind. It was the preferred alcoholic beverage when I was growing up was it carbonated uh i'm not sure actually no 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 not i didn't when i say it was the preferred alcohol beverage that was actually their slogan and i'm talking about when i was like in my pre-teens oh, like early gotcha. teens so i didn't drink it but okay i could see how that was a misleading statement in hindsight <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so we had two um fairly fairly I say that loosely, um, strong go home shows episodes of TV this week to lead into SummerSlam, which is, um, you know, we're going to get into later how we would have kind of reworked the card, but it's a weird card this year. Cause there are matches that I'm excited for, but they've been, they've had like two or three weeks of builds. Very yeah. strange. Yeah. Um, some of it worked. Some of it is, is a detriment to the booking that it, it has been so little. Um, some of it I'm okay with, and we'll kind of get into which matches, with limited height work. Um, but did you want to go into, um, um, I don't know. You lead the way, bro. I'm just gonna, I'm just along for the ride this week. Cause as I told you before we started, I really, I, I watched a lot of TV and I read the results for both shows and I really don't remember a goddamn thing that happened. Yeah. Um, so. okay. So a big, a big through line for both episodes, uh, raw and SmackDown this week was, uh, the whole Roman Reigns attacker who done it storyline. Yes, of course. Oh um, God! Yes, go ahead. So uh, Samoa Joe opens up Raw um, after. Well, I mean, I guess the tribute to the you know uh, victims of um, the gun the recent awful yeah. gun violence and the shootings. God, um, the worst. Awful. Um, and Samoa Joe starts, which I like. It felt fun. It very off the cuff. He was on the table yelling at the announcers, basically saying what we wish we could say to them because they're idiots sometimes. Um, yeah, and he's really mad. He's really mad that he's the one being blamed for these attacks, which I'm thinking like, okay, if he's still such a focal point of the story, then he must actually be the one Yeah, behind him. Like yeah. that has to be it. Of course. And, um, so just to, just to talk about this storyline, uh, completely. So this yeah, opens the show please. and then he goes back to, uh, the ring, um, to call out Roman Reigns. He finds that Roman Reigns is then arriving conveniently at that exact moment. Uh, at 10 o'clock at night, he doesn't, you know, Roman doesn't have to show up to work on time. Not surprised. Well, it's a um, trope of wrestling. You know, they show up during the show. <laughs> yeah. Wink, wink. Sure. Um, 
So Joe runs out and uh, watches someone almost attempt to basically kill. Um, I mean, not kill Roman. That's dramatic. The car wasn't going that fast. But injure Roman. Hit him. Yeah. Roman ducks out of the way. Car hits the other car. And um, Joe then... Um, yeah, I mean, when comparing yeah. this with last week's rig statement, uh, segment, I liked it better for like the acting. I'm, I'm confused why Joe. Right. Can get into that. Yeah. You're burying the lead. Why did Joe suddenly care? I mean, I guess for him and like, I mean, most in wrestling, wrestling is, isn't meant to kill people or attempt to kill people or hurt people badly. So maybe so this Joe was supposed to feel like a shoot. Yes. And I think the idea behind it is really weird and not necessary, but I do think that Joe's performance made it better. I guess, but... why? I don't know why he was trying to slam open the, the door, though, when it was already open. That was weird. He was yeah, trying to like, break the door, the door off. There was a lot um, to process in this thing. There was also and a continuity error that the car did not have a dent on it when they came back from break. Um, so what does that mean? It means that in one scene oh they well, shot the thing before the stunt right okay right right, right. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's embarrassing so but. it was weird and I, and I kind of had an idea that they were going to keep doing things that you know led to um roman you know getting out of harm's way and who's attacking roman because right. the timing of the storyline is weird there was rumors all week before this happened that it was daniel bryan um there was uh both buddy murphy and eric rowan can be seen in different shots of the initial video from last week's smackdown right um so that leads us into this week's smackdown um where roman does an interview which um he actually came across pretty well um very chill saying that uh you know he, he was in control of his cancer he's not in control of this and i honestly thought did you think that something was going to fall on him Kind of, yeah. Okay. I was I thought like the entire back was going to go down and we were going to have a, recre- a repeat of Kayla's awful acting, and that didn't happen. Yeah. So then the main event of the show was Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus New Day. Very, very, very good match, um, unsurprisingly. And it, you see Roman walking, going into the locker room, clears everyone out. Um, I do like, it's weird that they, we, WWE didn't talk about this, so the commentators didn't talk about Buddy Murphy being seen in the video but like online people were talking about it so roman kind of went to buddy murphy um which i could imagine some viewers were were probably like well why why is he going to buddy murphy you know well he could be seen in the video like you said last week yeah but you have to really look it's the back of his head for you know what i mean like if you're not like a huge well that's the uh, thing we've done it's like you gotta you gotta kind of be as slick as you can with it so then he's, he's, you know, threatening Buddy Murphy, which I, I, I don't know how I feel. I'm happy that Buddy Murphy got something, but I kind of feel like he looked like a pussy. Yeah. But then, like, didn't, but then didn't look like a pussy and all of a sudden grew balls within, like, seconds. It was just very weird the way that was done. It wasn't – the acting wasn't bad. It, it, the the beatdown looked good. Um, and then he reveals that it was Rowan and Daniel Bryan and Rowan are in the ring. Uh, Roman knows that Daniel Bryan and Rowan just had a match, so why isn't he just running to the ring? Yeah. I don't know. So that was weird. Uh, No match was announced. I don't think there will be a match announced. I think that SummerSlam will have some sort of angle or something with this, which I'm okay with. This card is is bloated as it is, so I'm kind of happy that they're going to let this breathe, but I just wouldn't have done it now. Yeah, no, definitely not. That's the problem. I would just wouldn't have done it now. I like, I like, I don't, I kind of like it. It's just the timing is weird. I mean, here's what I don't like about it. The thing last week didn't feel like a shoot at all because of the you know however many camera angles it just like watching it live even was like oh this is just very clearly staged that's why this week when the thing happened with joe and joe's like i guess like we're saying like they were trying to treat it like a shoot 
it doesn't you know you know it's an, you inherently know that it's part of an extension of whatever the hell happened last week so it already loses credibility as far as being a shoot to me and yeah i i honestly left monday with the impression that samoa joe it was probably going to lead to a match with roman and joe and joe was going to be behind it i like the idea of buddy murphy i actually had buddy murphy versus roman penciled in for my SummerSlam for a little bit just because it's intriguing yeah and yeah i don't know like you said like the timing of this i i doesn't if it's especially if it's not going to be a match at SummerSlam, which and yeah just this Every other SummerSlam feud, you're right. It's been like the, the past three weeks, and otherwise, there's a bit. It's just been other stuff going on that had nothing to do with SummerSlam. Um, so there's not really a prediction we can make because there's no match announced. But do you, you know, do you think it's just going to be Roman's going to come to the ring and call out Dana Bryan? Do you think um, he's going to? I mean, we, yeah. That'll oh, probably just say, oh, we know that Alistair, Alistair Black and Sami Zayn are no longer having a match on the SummerSlam card. Um, they had it on SmackDown. Yeah. So I don't know match. maybe there's, it was, yeah. Should um, have had it at SummerSlam. Maybe this, um, I mean, honestly, at SummerSlam, I expected, uh, Black to literally kick Zane and pin him. Black mass him and pin him. So I was, maybe it's better that happened on SmackDown. Yeah, But I guess true. the point I'm making is, can that time slot be reserved for maybe something with this storyline? And what could it be? Yeah. I mean, they probably, like you said, they probably wouldn't have had much time just with all the matches on this card. Yeah. Uh, I would think what happens is Roman calls out Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan doesn't show up. Roman goes to the back, finds Daniel Bryan, starts to beat up Daniel Bryan, and then you can guess what happens. He gets attacked by Rowan and double teamed. And then, you know, they do something to him, which carries the feud over to Monday. Well, Bryan, I'm, I'm sorry, Roman would, would call out Rowan. Right now, oh, he, yeah, just I guess. he just heard Rowan saying, right? Then flip what I just said. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I Obviously, the you know, it's... You want to see Brian and Roman. Nobody wants to see Rowan. Oh, well, yes, of course. I just meant for the storyline that we have at this point. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, I mean, I, it, it, it's something, like I said, the timing's just odd. So, so that was a big chunk of both Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, let's talk about um, uh, Becky Lynch and Natalia. And I guess we can kind of integrate Trish Stratus and Charlotte into this and basically do what Raw did. Um I obviously am happy, even though there was no way they couldn't, you know, talk about or portray Becky Lynch and Charlotte not being on the same page. Um, you know, I didn't think they would go as into detail or make the story of the match Becky and Charlotte. I was actually afraid that they would just, you know, obviously have them kind of like, you know, giving each other looks and stuff, but still working together. So that was um, that was something. Yeah. Um, it was just so weird that they spent such a large portion of that when they're building separate matches from each other if if that if if that makes sense what i'm trying no, to say yeah. why team them right now when they're they are they really definitively yeah. building separate matches yeah i mean charlotte like you know attacked becky and then left the ring and trish stratus was basically called in for no reason yeah um uh, i did like however because i was i was very confused why trish was being paired with natty because if we're picking a face heel dynamic it's clear that natty is the heel um as much as i think she'll possibly get cheered on sunday because of canada she's been doing obviously heel things in the feud yeah so i did like how trish um you know tried pulling natty off of becky i was really afraid that they wouldn't do that um that was something small um so becky and and natalia has has had 
the longer, I think the longest build of all the announced women's matches. And, um, I don't know. I'm glad that it's, it's actually a, it's actually a submission match. Um, yeah, I think it'll be a good match. I, I definitely think that there could have been other raw women's championship matches to have. Of course. Um, and I think it's pretty clear that, um, Becky Lynch is winning, although they're in Canada and anytime they're in Canada, the screw job is always an option for Vince as a booking device. Oh, screw! You have the have the heart be the recipient of the screw job, like shenanigans. Well, no, because then that would kind of make Becky be a be a heel if she won by. No, no, you're saying have Natty win by screw job. Like I'm saying, oh yes, yes, the, yes, the Canada right. person does the screwing. Oh That's interesting. yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, or the heart person. I don't want that to happen. I mean, I you know I'm not a huge. Becky fan, but I want her reign to continue. Yeah, totally. Uh, I forget what you, uh, I was going to say something. I forget what you said. Never mind. <laughs> you said something a minute ago, but then you said other stuff, and I forgot. I forgot. Uh, something about um, Becky and Charlotte, maybe. I don't know. Never mind. It's not important. Um, okay. Uh, nothing I say is important. No, no. What I was thinking wasn't <laughs> I'm important. Just I'm just kidding. Um, so, I mean, I'm guessing that you have Becky, your money on Becky Lynch as well. Yeah, I would think so, oh. definitely. But again, okay. oh, I remember what you said Becky and Natty are, have like one of the longer feuds. And I was going to say like, yeah, at like three weeks <laughs> of the SummerSlam feuds. Like it feels like even that wasn't going on that long. No, I think they have like a week on because they did that really long match almost I think a month ago at this point. But no, yeah, it's still not long for... I mean, I guess every... I guess typically SummerSlam used to have matches that were kind of teased throughout the year. I guess that's the point. I mean, most pay-per-views have... There's a month in between pay-per-views, so the build for the next one will start either a week or two weeks after the last one. So I guess nothing is really different. It's just that SummerSlam's early this year. I think that's the problem. It's it's never this early. But they could have had the foresight to been building things and having... You know, having their their sights set on some some big four or five marquee SummerSlam matches a few months ago, and kind of be build to have the momentum trending towards them to where, I mean, it's wrestling. This is how it works to where it doesn't bubble over until SummerSlam is right in sight. Just like WrestleMania with Royal Rumble. I mean, you know. No. Yeah. No. You're right. Totally right. Um, um, yeah. Go ahead. And when we were we talked about it a bit with Trish Stratus and Charlotte Flair, um, they they really got fucked because this match was leaked before the whole King's Court segment. Um, yeah, people knew about the match happening, and that kind of ruined the whole thing that they were going for. Yeah. Plus, it's a match that nobody was particularly pining for, like we were talking about last week. Uh, no, no one. No, I mean, no one was saying, "Oh, I really want Trish and Charlotte to happen at SummerSlam." Um, but that being said, I think I think there's an interest in the match as casual fans and maybe even older fans um somewhat but i mean what has charlotte i feel like charlotte the match is designed to like get charlotte over trish the the you know not old timer but the 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 legacy star or legend or whatever and but what does charlotte really have i feel like the perception of charlotte is already that she's too big to really gain anything by beating trish stratus i guess that's my point that that's my problem with this no, you're right. I think this would be good at. Well, first of all, I still think Alexa Bliss would have made a lot more sense. Yeah, um, or even Bailey, and, and I would have Sasha. been okay with that. Yeah, Charlotte um, has Sasha, main event at WrestleMania. Sure, yeah. You know, yeah. Trish didn't even do that, so Charlotte is technically bigger than her right now. No, I agree with that. Um, 
I, I am eager to see how the match goes. I hope that it's good. I hope that Trish looks good and that they put something together that's short, sweet, and fine. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I obviously, Charlotte's going to win. Yeah, of course. And it's probably a safe bet that they'll have a, re- a decent match because, you know, Charlotte will help Trish get to a decent match. <laughs> yeah, and, and Trish, out of all, like, the returning, you know, once they've started doing the Women's Rumbles and the Evolution Battle Royals, Trish has been... She's, she's looked good out of, you know, compared to Lita and mm. um, Beth Phoenix and she all them. Um, Lita, but Lita looked pretty shit at Evolution. Yes. I, I mean, I just, she looked natural to me. Um, okay. And I also loved her exchange with Sasha Banks in the Women's Rumble, which is why I wanted to see Sasha and Trish from that. Yeah. Um, like, Trish didn't lose that, like, I guess, not really ring work, like, the swagger of her character and, like, the character work. Just and the she, type like, of character she always Sasha was. And, their body, yeah. their body, uh, you know, they're similar, like, body type versus Charlotte yeah. and Trish are, like, kind of opposites. That, Charlotte. Alexa, Bailey, that's why these are all more appealing, appealing matches to me than Charlotte versus Trish. Yeah. Um, uh, and, then, uh, and then on the SmackDown side, we have Bailey versus Ember Moon. Um, this, this has just been poorly built. There's no way around it. Um, yeah. Bailey, I mean, they, they, the writing team doesn't know how to how to book or write a story for a face, a face versus face dynamic. Um, you know, it, honestly, up until last week, it was okay. But you had Ember Moon, Ember Moon lose to Alexa Bliss last week. Yeah. You have uh, then you incorporate Natty into this, so they're not calling it the wild card rule, but there's we're still having crossover, which is still hampering the product. Of course. And Natty is why not do like. Ember Moon versus like I don't know Sonya Deville, yeah, or like or do Natalia versus Carmella. Like, I mean, why do you're you talking about Natty on SmackDown instead of having Ember Moon lose Natty and Ember, yeah, and yeah. I think they've like protected Ember because she didn't lose the match, but it just is weird. Then you have her opponent come out and help her, and it was just I don't know. I don't I have no desire to see this. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be good, um, and I, I I actually wouldn't be some. I, I don't want to say I wouldn't be surprised. I think there's a chance that they put the title on Ember Moon as like oh, a shock yeah, win. There's definitely a chance. Um, I mean, that's even well, one of the titles yeah. that's changing of the two. Yeah. Um, I don't know. How do you feel about this? And uh, I mean, you basically said it. What, how How is there to feel? Like, what reason do we have to be excited for it? I mean, there wasn't much going into it. There wasn't a lot of build anyway. But the build has been not good. Yeah. So what's to think? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, we also have AJ Styles versus Ricochet for the United States Championship. Uh, there wasn't really that much on Raw about this. There was a, um, a new, uh, Ricochet, because I guess Kofi Kingston was on not there. Uh, Ricochet and New Day versus uh, the OC. And um, I like how Gallows, Gallows has his New Japan paint. Um, yeah. That was a nice little... Uh, Surprised! Yeah. I wasn't expecting Vince to ever let him do that. Now that and, the team um, doesn't suck again, he's comfortable doing it. Yeah, I guess so. And I also was expecting them to lose this match, so I was surprised that they won. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, tag team champions. They, they really they had I mean, to that, win. That doesn't the revival lost like every match at Raw Tag Team no, Champions? No, that's not. So even, I, yeah, it's not even. I don't even know why I said Tag Team Champions. What I meant to say is the 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 OC or whatever they're called is a team, so it would have made no sense for the Usos and Ricochet to win because they're not a team. Was it Usos or was it New Day? Whoever it was, New Day. Sorry, like I said, I can't. I can't remember. No, I thought I got it wrong. But I think it was, I think it was, yeah, with I New Day. I defer to you. <laughs> I defer to you on this one. 
but but the match itself, Gallows and Anderson are not in a match on the SummerSlam card. I was hoping that they would be, so it would be one on one Ricochet AJ. So now to me, it's just like a it's just a rematch from last month with nothing new. Uh, yeah. I'm still excited for to see the match they, they 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 have as you know they construct with each other. Um, yeah, I think they'll do an angle where the referee probably kicks out the OC, Gallows and Anderson. Yeah, probably. Um, to give it some sort of like excitement. Uh, I mean, they almost have to. I mean, to do something how different. exciting is that going to make it? Honestly. Well, I mean, it'll, it'll, you know, they, it, the story yeah. of the match is that that's the reason why Ricochet isn't the champion is because of their interference. Right, right, right. So um, and I think back. this would be, um, if that happens possible, but no, I, I think that they've marketed the OC. They have merchandise and new entrance. I think they're winning. I, oh. I think uh, AJ is retaining. Right, right, right. Oh, wow. Okay. And I think this would be a good opener because it's not a match that everyone's like super excited for. But if it opens the show, it'll kind of you know, you know, the way things that that matters in it'll terms of perception of a match. It'll be a good yes, match. Exactly. Yeah. Um, all right, we're moving along here. We're doing good. Um, you know, I'm trying. Finn Balor. I'm really not putting up a big fight. I'm just trying to get to our SummerSlam cards. <laughs> Go ahead. Finn Balor versus the Fiend. Um, even though they're calling him Bray Wyatt on the graphic, I thought of you when I saw that. Oh, he's, um, wait, so Finn isn't going to be the demon, as far as we know? He's not going to be the demon. And Bray Wyatt, they're calling Bray Wyatt. Yes, but the, but he will be the fiend. You think from the get-go? Well, the, well, the graphic has the fiend. It just has Bray Wyatt underneath it. That's oh, why I said you wouldn't like it. Worst. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah good call. Why. Good call. That's where that's where the you wouldn't like it part comes in. Right. 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 Um. <laughs> so then, uh, they're in uh they're in Pittsburgh this past week, and um, I I like this because it was very unexpected. Cedric Alexander, Drew McIntyre have been building to a little side feud, uh, nothing to do with SummerSlam, which I think is fine. I think you should still worry about TV feuds after major pay per views. Um. And they've been building this for like a, a while now. Uh, Kurt Angle yeah. was the referee because it was just in Pittsburgh for really no other reason. Right. But I do like how they did that batch day segment with McIntyre and Angle for that kind of history callback. Right, um, but doesn't it, wasn't it bait and switch then with we know how it ended up playing out? Sub question, why not just push the match to SummerSlam given that? And then we'll talk about what actually happened, obviously. Um, well, because I think it was a creative way if Finn Balor, I think Finn Balor is dealing with some sort of illness, sickness right now. It was a creative way to get the fiend on the show, furthering that feud, and then also taking the time to care about Drew and Kurt being in the same ring and acknowledging that path. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought, I thought there was, I mean, I don't know. It wasn't perfect. And, uh, the fiend used a mandible claw. Um, I think I have in my notes. On Kurt Angle. On Kurt Angle. Um, I'm really hoping that this isn't just something he does on Legends who can't take bumps because they can't take the sister Abigail and um, he actually happy. uses it. I don't think you're going to be happy. <laughs> um, even though Angle was in matches as of WrestleMania, so I don't really think that's the case. But I don't know. I know. I um, thought it would have been cooler if he actually did the Angle slam to him because I hate that. They use Foley to establish it and now his thing is not specific to Foley. It's just, like you said, attacking Legends who can't take bumps. Like I, That's, that's awful. That's, I just... I know, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but think about the Firefly Funhouse segments when we first saw them, and just consider that it's just a monster doing the Mandible Claw to Legends right now. I mean, that's, it's just, it's not as cool as it should be, given how it started, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I I, it, I just think it was a, a, a 
place setting because Finn Balor wasn't there, though, I think is the point that I'm trying to make. I don't know if... Right, but you shouldn't do that for that reason, in my opinion. Like, then don't don't have the Fiend on there at all, then. Like, you know, if you can't come, come up with something better... Because to me, I didn't know this about Finn Balor, what you're saying, but to me, it just kind of established that he's going to be doing that from now on. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I kind of like it. <sighs> I, I, I kind of like it. I think maybe it would have been better if he did it to, to Cedric to kind of alleviate the whole Hall of Famer, whatever, legends can't take bumps thing that you and I, uh, I think, agree on that part at least. Yeah. Um, but and yeah, and then, uh, what's up? No, go ahead. No, 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 go. No, I was just going to say, maybe even have, like, Angle uh, collects himself after the break and have Drew kick him or something, because those guys just kind of disappeared. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, um, and then SmackDown, we had a Firefly Funhouse. Um uh, where he didn't have the gloves on though. Why are where are the gloves? Don't ask me, man. I don't know. That 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 is one thing that I he noticed that I didn't like. Because he was still touching his head like he was oh, getting no. power from his hands. Not like how we did it with the gloves, but there was like I don't I, I don't know. Yeah. I just noticed his gloves weren't there. I don't know. And man. then um I think all so yeah, it's, Finn are versus, it's Finn Balor versus the Fiend, and I think um obviously the Fiend has to and will win. Yeah, you mean Bray Wyatt dressed as the Fiend, but yeah, totally. Right. Um, and I do think that the demon should have been brought out for this match to give it some more, you know, the Finn being the first one to pin the demon would have been a big deal. Yeah, totally. Um, so I am looking forward to, and I'm also really looking forward to, actually, ironically, one of the things that I'm looking forward to the most on SummerSlam, and I'm probably setting myself up for failure, is uh, the Fiend's entrance. Is yeah. he going to appear the way that he appears on TV, like already in the ring? That's too anticlimactic, right? Oh, he doesn't really have an entrance. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, I would think. It sounds like you'd like that. No, I'm in. Well, I'm intrigued by the idea that we that they actually have to do an entrance for him. But I, what I would think, just off the top of my head, is they would just Finn Balor comes out first, then they do what they did with his music, and the Fiend just attacks him because. But that's just would be the laziest way to do it, and they don't. Maybe they don't even have a match or something. He just does the mandible claw, and that's it. That would be the laziest yeah. way to do it. And you know, again, I think they're they're handling this as lazily as possible. So that's why hmm. that would be my guess. Okay. We will see. Yeah. Well, um, if, if Finn Balor's still sick, then I would I would say that's almost definitely what's going to happen. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I didn't think of that. That he might not be ready for Sunday. Um. Okay, so uh, it was this was also leaked again. Another match that um, it's funny how we were talking about last week how we've seen all the matches, but um, uh, you know we're getting to a point where we've still seen them. But I mean, Trish and Charlotte, and now we also have Goldberg and Dolph Ziggler. Um, again, like yeah. you said, matches that no one is really clamoring for. I'm, I'm not arguing that point. Took the words but, out of um, <laughs> It is um, it, it is a novel match, um, but another match that has a, a week of build. Weird. Very. And I feel like this is probably the idea all along. Also, gotta ask, just because you can get HBK and involve him in this thing, doesn't mean oh you should. God. Why the fuck on earth, if your plan is to deliver Dolph Ziggler versus Goldberg, why would you ever tease Dolph Ziggler versus Shawn Michaels first? You know, Goldberg can only... I mean, the crowd was hyped. They knew kind of knew he was going to be there. And so they were happy to see him. But, like, to the TV audience... Goldberg is a natural major step down <laughs> from the other match, you know? 
No, that's what I thought. And I was actually shocked because I totally agree. And I'm watching this and I'm like, wait, is my, they're not going to, is Michael's actually going to wrestle? Like they wouldn't do this right now if he's not going to wrestle. And then when Michael said it wasn't me, the crowd popped. Cause I think like you said, they knew, Oh, it was Goldberg, but I was still surprised. I'm like, I would have yeah. booed if I was in that. I would have booed yeah. if I was in that crowd. Yeah. So like they got lucky that it came across like it did in, with that particular crowd. Because I mean, if you were in like Philly or something, I think that would have been the oh. total opposite reaction. God, of course. So they got really lucky, and I was surprised by. And I think the segment was better for it because of the crowd. Um, you know, Goldberg was short oh, yeah. and sweet. Um, you know, all of it was fine, whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I, is this anything more? And then Dolph Ziggler comes out to Goldberg's music on SmackDown. Um, defeats poor Ali as if there isn't like a Chad Gable on the roster who could be pinned and not hurt. Right. You know, Ali, I thought was going to be in an IC title match, and now he's yeah. losing fairly quickly to Dolph Ziggler because he needs to you know, give him momentum, quote unquote, yeah. leading into, leading into a squash match, basically. Yeah. Being the, leading into um, being the, on the losing end of a squash match for sure. And I don't think people are saying, oh, this will give Goldberg redemption. It won't give him redemption because, you know, he's still, you know, granted, we talked about ad nauseum. They shouldn't been, that match shouldn't have been booked. Yep. Goldberg, you know, I guess couldn't help himself that he got uh, concussed. That's his own fault. But, you know, nothing's going to erase that. That was still a major match. Yeah. And also um, the circumstances no one... of the match, the heat, the fact that they both are such part timers and at an advanced age, there was just a million reasons that the match shouldn't have happened at. Like, I don't even think that's Goldberg's fault. And I think it's unfortunate that they've kind of implied that on WWE TV. Um, no, I agree. And I'm just saying that a match now with a full-time person that's a squash match won't erase that still, though. Oh, definitely not. And that's, you know, but, but that's that why they're doing do it. Much. That's definitely how they convinced Goldberg to come back so soon, but definitely not. Right. Not with, not with Goldberg, and not with Ziggler, anyway. Is there any chance it's, it's an actual match that goes five minutes or more? I mean, yeah, there's a chance. It should. I mean, Ziggler's a good guy to try to get a decent... That's what I think. Match I think Goldberg. they should take advantage of that. Because I would, th- I would think in the if you really are, which I think they have to be trying to get that out of people's minds. The last match, you would definitely want to have more than just a squash match because that's what everyone's expecting, you know. Yeah, I, I hope they go that route. I think it'd be cool if Goldberg wants to start the match with like a spear and then Ziggler like super kicks him. That would be awesome. Like, like, like you know, right into the spear, and then you know, you know, Goldberg, Goldberg kicks out, obviously, but that's how the match starts. That would be awesome, and then Goldberg yeah. uh, can be on the receiving end of some offense for a little bit, and then hit his comeback. That would be sick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so um, probably won't happen, but oh, definitely not. Um, and then the last match to talk about before we get into the the two big matches, um, well, I guess my perceived two big matches is uh, Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon in officially not an I quit match. Yeah, just so, uh, um, just an I quit if I that. lose, if my name's Kevin yeah. Owens match. <laughs> and I thought they were going in that direction when Kevin said, I want you to put your career on the line. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. So now whoever says I quit can literally quit. Like, yeah. I don't think there would ever be a more reasonable um, reason yeah. to have an I quit match than this uh-huh. setup. And nope. Um, the only thing that I'm uh, not happy, I, this, I mean, I... I don't think this match is necessary. I'm happy that it's gotten Kevin Owens over. I think it's helped his character. Um, I think it'll all undo it if he loses. And there is a definite chance that they do some stupid story where Kevin Owens comes back with like a mask or something and still terrorizes Shane. And maybe that leads to like an actual I quit match. Um, Yeah. That's a possibility. I mean, I'm not not like fully set on Kevin Owens winning and that's it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I, I think that he will. 
but I, I don't think it's like a 100% certainty. Yeah, no, um, yeah, you're definitely not. And, you know, you have Elias there, you have Drew McIntyre not in a match, and Shane did play up the fact that, you know, in a singles match, there's counter disqualification. So, I mean, that at least is something. Maybe maybe the match will be good based on the, um, you know, like, you know, you think he's going to get counted out. Right. Or you think he's going to get disqualified or the something. Suspense, so, yeah. um, the suspense, that's the word. But, um, I mean, yeah, I, I'm going to go with Kevin Owens, but um, I don't know. I'm not too excited about this. How about you? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely not that excited about it. Um, I was thinking about, well, I'll talk about it when we talk about SummerSlam, but I was thinking like this would be a good opportunity to kind of propel Kevin Owens to the next level, but not against Shane McMahon, against somebody else. You know, yeah, there was somebody. a lot of a lot of options. Yeah, not not named him. Yeah. Um, and they're not even talking about the fact that they've had matches already before with each other. They had a Hell in a Cell match, for fuck's sake. No, I know. They don't want people to remember that. This is SummerSlam. You know, they had a Hell in a Cell match at a lesser B-show. So they, don't, they just don't um, want people to be keeping that in mind, I think. It's so dumb because it was a good good match. What Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Um, so now we have uh, the WWE Championship, Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. Um, I know that you aren't really a fan of this match happening. Um, I am in the camp that definitely... You could have thought of other title matches and built them up. Um, I, for one, like the story. We're in the same telling... camp. <laughs> well, yes, but with that being said, I'm very intrigued to see how this plays out. Uh, I like the way that they didn't do a bunch of in-ring talking segments. I think those video packages were phenomenal last week and this week. Um, okay. And uh, I, I'm excited for it. I think it was a very different build to a match. I think that they let the history speak for itself, and they didn't overcomplicate it with stupid run-ins and disqualification matches where Kofi's facing this person and Randy Orton comes in and RKO's him. And I thought it was different. Um, yes, this match only had three weeks of build, but there's 10 years of history behind it. And I think they've mm. um, very done well to discuss that. Um, yeah, and I, mean, I think it'd be really good. It's a stretch to, to say there's 10 years of history behind it. They had one thing that happened in real life that they have now, you know, years back that they have now decided to incorporate into a, a random storyline for SummerSlam. Um, but it's something that every like internet smart knew about. And now it's being brought into a storyline. I think that's, that's like, that's a big deal. They're not talking about the fact that, you know, dirt sheets reported on this at the time, but that's, you know, you know, the, yeah. the, the way they're talking about, you know, the rumors were that he was, he had influence. I mean, that's literally what, like, Wrestling Observer reported. It's, like, pretty, I don't know, that's pretty avant-garde for, like, a wrestling storyline right now to be yeah. incorporating for me. I guess. It's I just, like it. I, I know, I know. But I, I just kind of feel about Orton suddenly wrestling for the title, kind of how I feel about Natty suddenly wrestling for the title. Obviously, to a lesser degree, because Orton is Orton. But, like, okay, he hasn't... Thank you for saying that. He hasn't... Well, of course. They're not the same, clearly. But he hasn't been anywhere near the title, and you know, it's just it, it definitely was random to me to for him to suddenly be talking to Kofi about this and just get a title shot because of it. Um. Yeah. I mean, yes, but also it's Randy Orton. So, like, I don't know. I feel like he's one of those guys yeah. who can always just kind of get in there. Yeah, I just would have liked if there was a little bit of a you know crescendo. And he up did to pin it. him. He did pin him. Yeah, no, I know, but it's you just, know? yeah, but within the past three weeks, like we were saying earlier. Yes. Um, so. so, who do you have? Uh, I don't know. I could see Orton winning, probably Kofi, I guess. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I think Kofi, I mean, if he loses, it's almost like everything that they've been telling the story is a waste of time. 
Cause this is like, yeah. to me, like a super, like a final boss on like a video game or huh. whatever, what are they called? Super boss or super yeah, people? The big, the big boss. Yeah. Big boss. The big um, boss, man. Like Orton is like, is like that. Not really, but like in the story they're telling in the arc of his career, um, there would, would be poetry to him, you know, beating him and then moving on with his title reign. Yeah. Um, with Orton's, that being said, Orton's Kofi's big boss, man. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, with that being said, I still think that Ali has been talking about the WWE Championship. I still think Ali's name was dropped about Orton saying that if it wasn't for me, Ali could be in your position, and I could still see Orton winning this match and then booking maybe long-term Orton and Ali. For WrestleMania. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Um, yeah, I forgot about that. But I think that. Kofi almost needs to win, though, in my eyes. Yeah, I agree. Maybe Orton will win, like, maybe they'll do a rematch thing and Orton will win next time or something. Possibly. I don't know. I told totally, um, you mentioned the Ali Orton story a couple weeks ago, potentially, and I just I t- hate it, so I forgot all about it. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> sure. Um, the main event. Uh, I'm assuming uh, Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Um, last week I really liked what they did. This week I was on the fence about it. Um, I would have just done like one of those badass interviews that they do with Brock that he looks like a killer. They're always edited perfectly. They haven't done it in a while. I think they did one for his, the John Cena, I'm going to make him sit in his puke and piss and vomit. Yeah. Um, I would have done that this week. Seth Rollins is recuperating. He's not here. Um, and do a video and do an interview with Brock. I think that would have been the perfect way to sell this match. Nothing they did was bad. It just Seth, I mean, the acting wasn't bad. It was just a lot. It was, was, you know, the whole, why are you going out there? I mean, I get that you're a noble baby face, but come on. Uh, you know, you know uh, it's just stupid. It, it was dumb. Yeah. And um, why do you? You know, you you're supposed to be the architect. I mean, what did you? What did you build there? Your fucking building collapsed. Well, he's got a yeah. I mean, I think he even had an opportunity to low blow Lesnar. There was one point where he went to grab Lesnar's leg, and it was like, dude, just fucking low blow him. What are you doing? You you know this. You already know this. And I think you can't do it at SummerSlam. Seth obviously has a plan in kayfabe. Any guesses as to what it is? Um, uh, I was going to say Becky helps him, but wrestling is more important than Becky to him, according to him this past week. Wow. I mean, Be- the chance for Becky to help him was last month, as I said. No. Well, I was making the joke because he said wrestling is the only thing that I have. Oh, and I immediately right. was like, oh, wow. That's interesting. After you did just main evented it with your girlfriend last pay-per-view. Yeah. Maybe they broke up in kayfabe and that was like a subtle way of. Well, last week I told you how she didn't really like seem concerned for him. She was just like in the background with like her hands on her hips. Yeah. It was so weird. That, yeah, so that weird. was weird. Yeah. So weird. Uh, but what are you thinking? I'm, I guess you have, you have no, an idea. No, I don't. I don't. I, oh. I, no, yeah, I, I don't think he can just low blow him again because that happened at WrestleMania. No, he needs like, I, well, that's the thing. They're in a catch twenty two here. I almost kind of think Brock is going to win, and they're protecting Rollins by having him go in, into it injured. Is it going to main event then? With that being said, like if that's mm, the plan, that's a, that's a good that's a good point. Um, These guys are on the I come know, up. I by mean, the way. I'd be okay with Kofi and Orton if they're if they're confident they can have a really good match and Kofi wins. Yeah, um, I could see that main eventing. Yeah, maybe. Um, but then you have Brock, who looks like a killer, losing to a guy who has like fucking broken ribs and shit. So uh, they're in like they're in a bad position here. Well, no, I'm saying if Brock beats him in like a bit of a just like a just kind of like Cena a couple of years ago, that he maybe even could main event. I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, who do you have though? Who's your pick? <sighs> shit, I hadn't even considered that Brock might win. Seth, Seth's a babyface. 
seems to have a plan and guaranteed victory so unless they're using this to write him off tv for a while or turn him heel i i, I don't know man it's hard it's hard to say that seth won't win because he guaranteed he's a baby face and he guaranteed he's going to but it's hard to see what i mean i guess maybe seth's gonna win and he's got a plan that i can't see i guess okay but yeah you're All right, right. Um, that is a card, and they also announced Oni Larkin uh, challenging uh, Drew Gulak for the Cruiserweight Championship, which I'm actually very excited for. Um, they both are excellent. Jesus. So How many matches are on this card? Uh, actually, there's only 10. And I think and, and I think the Cruiserweight title may make the main card, because that's including that. Wow. So that's actually not bad. Yeah, that isn't that bad, but there's like a sea of worthy talent that just aren't on the card. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Yeah, that's you a know, shame. Alistair Black, Sami Zayn. I mean, there's a C, Drew, Drew McIntyre, obviously, Samoa Joe, obviously. Just goes on and on. Uh, but, so are we done talking about real SummerSlam? Yes. Sweet. Time to, time to play your game. Yes. The game. Yes. Dun, game, dun. You know you want to play it. <laughs> Uh, so go ahead. You say your you say your SummerSlam card. Um, okay. Oh, hold on. Okay. So I had um, I think Ricochet versus Rey Mysterio for the United States Championship. Ricochet Definitely. would have still been Ricochet would have still been champion. Yeah. Obviously. Totally. Um, I have a Fatal Four for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, uh, Nakamura versus Almas versus Balor versus Murphy. This is good. That would obviously be a sick match, but it's a little bit trying to trying to just fit a bunch of sick talents on the card, which is fine, I guess. So I, Well, I would have had Nakamura and Balor continue their feud that they had. Yeah. And then you have Almas and Balor were already kind of feuding, so that kind of happened. And then Murphy came on the scene and was like, what the fuck, man? Here I am, and I want a title match. So I had a story in mind of how they could do it. Okay, sick. Yeah, any story um, you got, please feel free to include that. Okay. Um... Uh, Becky, I'm not really going in order of like how the, the card would be structured, right. obviously, but I would have Becky Lynch versus um, Ronda Rousey. I'd have Ronda Rousey come back for the SummerSlam to have a, the official one-on-one match. Hell yeah. And I think I'd have it main event the whole show. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. That would be sick. Um, uh, then from the SmackDown side, I'd have Bailey versus Sasha Banks. Uh, Sasha Banks would have theoretically come back from her whatever the fuck personal hell. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> turn heel on Bailey and have a proper you know, feud and great match with her yeah. and win the title. She could even come back and say, we're going to, we're going to, you know, take back our titles and then attack Bailey or something. Yeah. Like anything. Fake out promo. Anything. Yeah. Um, I have Alexa bliss versus Nikki cross paying off that story with Nikki kind of returning more to that unhinged character and, um, beating Alexa and kind of paying off that summer storyline. Yeah. You know, I like that. Uh, oh, it's worth noting that Alexa bliss and Nikki cross are now the women's tag team champions. Right. Nothing uh, which we had, with them, on summer which we had talked about. Um, if they're going to keep them together, that's a good idea for them to do. So I give them credit for that. Um, yeah, but it was so kind of random we'll to just do that match on raw. Yeah, well, it kind of feels like they didn't have time for SummerSlam, so let's do it. Which I wish it... See, this, I would have rather this than Trish and, and Charlotte. Yeah. If this got, like, totally. 12 minutes on, on the card. SummerSlam, totally. Um, and also, poor Iconics, because they looked great in the beginning of the match, and then you have them out first. Like, honestly, I think I would have rather them rolled up right away at that point. 
It yeah. was like a tease. I'm like, wow, here they are. They're looking good. Anyway, I'm getting across. No, so no, Alexa I, Bliss I versus uh, Alexa versus Nikki Cross. I'd have Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles for, for the Universal Championship, and this would be the first time this match would be happening, not the okay. second. Yeah. Um, I would have uh, Alistair Black versus Randy Orton. So Randy Orton would be the one who answered the challenge, and they would kind of, I don't know how, but I would ex- either extend the promo that Alistair Black was doing or actually build a feud from this. Um, yeah. for like a few months so it's like a pretty big match by the time when it happens I really like um, that matchup a lot yeah um, Roman, Reign, Roman Reigns versus Shane McMahon I don't entirely just, I wrote this actually a while ago I don't entirely need that to happen um, or mm-hmm. want it to happen I right. just knew, I knew realistically they both would be, have to be in the card and if it meant Shane McMahon was off TV it would have some sort of a stipulation you yeah. know this, this would be the way to write him off what about Kevin um, Owens versus Shane instead? You'd rather, uh, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking that I would have Kevin. I would probably plug in Kevin Owens. Yeah, definitely. And then um, Drew McIntyre versus Undertaker. Yeah, you know I like that too. Yeah, that, I mean that would be uh, I think a, just a way better card all around. Oh, I left out. Oh my god, I skipped over the, the thing I, that I was just gonna say. Go ahead. Um, so Kofi Kingston's WWE Championship match would actually be against the Fiend, and they would build it for a few months. Yeah, that would be interesting. Definitely yeah. intriguing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was literally just realizing that too. I just realized I have no tag team matches, so I'm going to steal yours and do um, War. Uh, war yeah, war, I, I just couldn't war remember. Viking, I was trying to write it. Viking Raiders, Viking Raiders versus Usos versus the club versus the revival in a fatal four way, let's just say. Let's, that, that, okay. that sounds cool. Yeah. That's what exactly what happened with me too. I I was like, shit, I don't have one tag team match, and so I yeah. added that at the end. It's their fault. It's what we're conditioned to believe is important. Yeah. Or not important. Yeah. It's well, yeah. The t- exactly, exactly the second one. Um. So yeah, just real quick. I a lot of this is just trying to fit people on the card, and I did a couple of these have one asterisks, which I don't love the idea of having this many SummerSlam matches. So. I guess the ones with one asterisk I, I could lose. You know, I'm not married to having them on the card. And then the ones with two asterisks I have a little context for. So with that being said, I would do Ricochet versus... Uh, Ricochet beats Andrade and Murphy. <laughs> just basically to get them on the card. Okay. Like, but I could lose that match. Uh, War Vikings, as I wrote, versus Usos. But, and yeah, I also like your idea. Just get the other teams on the card. The club and whoever else. Uh, or even the War Vikings and the uh, Heavy Machinery would, I feel like. But it's a little soon for that, too. Um, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So then I, I did uh, Bray Wyatt as the as the Firefly Funhouse host character versus Dolph Ziggler, just to pick somebody randomly. Again, I could take or leave this match. I, I want to see Bray on SummerSlam. Uh, and I think this would be a good opportunity to, like I've been talking about, like start to tease that The Fiend is going to come. But Dolph Ziggler is the kind of guy where he doesn't really need The Fiend to to beat Dolph Ziggler, in, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, so then I, I wrote Black versus Miz, again, just to kind of be different from yours. Like, But Black versus RKO would also be sick. Uh, and then I did Strowman versus Joe. I wrote just fight yeah. to no contest. I mean... This yeah. is really, again, just to get these two on the card. Because they should be no, on the card. No, but I think that they teased us back at the Superstar Shake-Up, and it never happened. Yeah, and it was kind of recent when they did that, so like, I think that's why I thought of it. Yeah. Uh, and then Trish versus Alexa, as we talked about last week, for those reasons. You would uh, have Trish win? 
Uh, yeah, probably. Just because it fits Alexa's character more. Like, it... I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know. You know, I if they're going to do Evolution again, maybe they could have a rematch and Alexa could go over her then and it would be more earned. I just think nobody would be expecting Trish to win. And to me, for both of their characters, it would make more sense if Alexa, like, you know, put her foot in her mouth in this case. Sorry. Wow. Okay. No. I think it right. could still help Alexa. Um, so then Drew versus Goldberg, again, just to be different. You know, I would love also Drew versus Taker. And they set it up kind of and then didn't do it with, with Roman and uh, Shane, I guess. Okay. Uh, and then, yeah, Bailey versus Ember versus Kyrie. Oh, this would be awesome. Yeah, that's what I was what thinking. What about Ed Oscar in that, just for fun? Yeah, screw it. Yeah. I'm okay, I'm okay with it. And then Lesnar versus Lashley, again, just to get him on the card, really. I've, I've always wanted to see that match. I understand not a lot of people do. but I'd rather see that than Lesnar and Rollins again, to be honest, so I'm, I'm with it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then KO Speaking versus... Speaking of Rollins, he's yeah, not... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry, I didn't see Rollins. I didn't see Rollins on the card, but I do now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. well, you don't see Rollins on there because I, because I only wrote that. Seth. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh-huh. Lesnar and Lashley, and then I wrote uh, RKO or RKO gets beat by Kevin Owens, and maybe you have RKO was like with Shane all along, like Shane and KO are, are building towards the match, and then at the last second, Randy attacks Kevin Owens, and Shane says, "Oh, you're not wrestling me; you'll be wrestling him," just because it would be a better match. Okay. And then, uh, oh, Becky Becky defeats Natty. I liked your idea of having Ronda versus Becky. And I don't know why. I just don't think that'll happen. But I was thinking it'd be um, cool if Ronda comes <laughs> if Ronda comes to reveal Becky's next challenger. And you think she's going to say it's her. But then Becky gets blindsided by Natalia oh, out of nowhere. Sh- oh, I thought you were going to say Shayna Baser. <laughs> oh, well, that honestly would be better. Yeah, you know what? That would be better. I just thought because Natty and Ronda, there's kind of this, you know, it would make the match that they're going to have in re- in real life a lot more appealing to me. But, oh, my no, God, yeah, that I'm erasing sense. that. So, yeah, so uh, Ronda shows up to announce Becky's opponent, and Becky gets blindsided by uh, Shayna Baszler instead. Hang on. Shayna, yeah, boom. There it is. Uh, cool. Yeah, yeah, good call. And then Roman and Kofi just... I don't know. It's just more appealing than the other options to me. And I think it'd be cool to have Roman cheat to beat Kofi and embrace the heel mm. Roman. And that would really get the people against him. Talk about things that'll never happen, but would be cool. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And then just last, I wrote uh, Daniel Bryan versus AJ versus Seth. Maybe AJ and Seth had the match and then Daniel Bryan gets involved into it. I don't know. Wow. That would be awesome. Yeah. Again, it was just kind of to include them on the on the card. But there's so many guys. There's so much talent. It was so hard to commit to diff, you know these combinations. Like I also wrote down Orton versus Samoa Joe at one point because they had that that thing that I was talking about a couple weeks ago that put it in my head. Taker versus Daniel Bryan. Andrade versus uh, Alistair Black. Strowman versus the Viking people. I wrote down here. Because I, I can't get their name in my head, and that would be crazy. But just you know, even Murphy versus Roman, like the idea of that is so much more intriguing to me than any of the other options. Like if Murphy was just behind this shit, definitely great starting point for him too. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. No better, and it would kind of make up for the fact that he's been on SmackDown for like months and not around most for the most part. 
Would you be uh, opposed to spending no more than four minutes on takeover? No. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. We have, cool. we have time. I think we're done. Right? Okay. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I have nothing else on SummerSlam. Um, uh, takeover. I'm usually more excited for the, the, the takeovers during the big fours than I am the, uh, the actual, I mean, I'm excited for SummerSlam, but I'm excited for takeover just as much. Yeah. That's part um, for the course. We have uh, for the first time in takeover history, and they're not saying this, so they're not, they're, they're not making it a thing. I, I just think it's a big deal. There are two women's matches on the card. Um, we have uh, Candice LeRae against Io Shirai. Io Shirai is now a really badass heel. Um, completely revamped her gimmick. Um, her and Shayna had an awesome steel cage match where Candice LeRae went to help uh, Io Shirai, and Io Shirai beat the shit out of Candice. And now they're going to have a match. This could be fucking phenomenal. Um, they oh are God, really, yeah. really great. And this is Candace's breakout moment because she's been kind of like Johnny Gargano's sidekick for most of her NXT tenure. Oh, totally. And this is her first big profile match. I'm very happy for her. Um, and I think this would be a great opener to the card too. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it I, is uh, really I, sick, like you said, that they're doing two women's matches. Yeah, because there's, there's always five, and I like how Triple H always wants to stick with five. He never goes over. Yeah, um, same because there are so there's so much going on in NXT right now. Fandango just came back, so now it's oh. the fashion. The fashion police are back together. Uh, Killian Dane and Matt Riddle are having a feud. They're having a match tonight on TV. Um, there's there's a lot there's a lot happening, um, and they're they're still not putting them all on takeover. Um, then we have Shayna Baszler defending her women's championship against Mia Yim. Uh, I'm not too excited that this is the match for Shayna. Um, I'm really afraid they're going to give the title to Mia and maybe Shayna goes up. If Shayna goes up to the main roster, then I won't be that upset, but I don't know. Mia Mm -hmm. is a fine wrestler. I just, I'm not a fan of her character. I don't think she's over enough to be giving her the spot at this point. Definitely Um, not. And not to be, I'm I'm, good. No, go ahead. Not to be Shayna. Definitely not to be Shayna. Shayna is a better Brock Lesnar than Brock Lesnar, in my opinion. So she definitely shouldn't lose. If anything, she should do what you know what they did with Viking Raiders and others, like you know, uh, what's it called? Uh, relinquish the title and just go up to Maine. Yeah, um, but I don't know the fact that the story is how like she doesn't have a chance and what is she doing in the match? Uh, we've seen that story told before, and we, right. and we know the outcome. So there's yeah. a high chance that she may win. Um, I'm sure it'll be a good match. Apparently, they're best friends behind the scenes, so I'm sure they know each other well, and they'll construct something yeah. that's a good match. But uh, I don't know. I, I think that Candice, Candice should be the one to take the title off of Shayna. So I would have Candice beat EO, and then Shayna and Candice at the Rumble takeover. Yeah, okay. Not the so Survivor that, that, Series one. I'm sorry. Yes, Survivor Series. Okay. Yeah, um, no, definitely. That's a better I would have Shayna in the women's Rumble and maybe even win it, actually, now that I'm saying it out loud. Oh, my God. Yes, please. Yeah. Shayna versus um, Becky at Mania. That would be... Mwah. Yeah. Chef's kiss. Then we have uh, a triple threat for the NXT North American Championship, Velveteen Dream, defending against Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong. Oh, uh, man. This should just be off the off the charts. That, um, yeah. Can't wait for that. Off the charts. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, what's to say? Like that—that's just yeah, off the charts. <laughs> yeah, Peton's inclusion. I love him. I don't care if he's included in anything for no rhyme or reason for the rest of my wrestling career, life mm-hmm. rather. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't really make sense why he's in it. He just kind of showed up one day, and uh, it's him. Okay. I'm fine with it. But the way he was in the match is kind of like eh. But yeah. uh, it'll be phenomenal. Um, yeah, I think I saw some of that. But honestly, I just just hearing the match, like I think Pete Dunn versus 
dream is the most appealing combination of those three right now. That's also what I would have done with a better I story, mean, but, obviously. But don't forget that in the beginning of the year, Adam Cole promised that every member of the Undisputed Hour would be holding gold, and I think that this pay per view, this takeover rather, is absolutely meant for that exact oh, wish shit. to be fulfilled. Yeah, I think Roderick Strong will win. Dude, um, in I a triple think, threat, he they could actually get involved and help him. Yeah. Shit. Then we had the Street Profits defending their championships against the Undisputed Era. Um, I think the Undisputed Era are also taking this match. Um, I think that Street Profits will have a phenomenal match with them. They're really good talents. And, um, you know, they've been getting exposure in Raw. They've been getting, you know, sharing the screen with, you know, Seth Rollins, Kurt Angle. I hear the audience kind of reacting to them more. I think that they'll be in a good position when they are ready for, for the main roster. Uh, assuming that they do more than what they're doing now after they actually are officially on the main roster. Right. You know, like, I don't want them to stay in that whatever they're doing now. It works right now, but it won't if they lose the titles. Um, yeah. But this should be great from a wrestling perspective. Street Profits are actually a very good, very good team. Um, yeah. And, I mean, Undisputed Era is, come on, you know. They're Undisputed Era. Undisputed. Yeah. Era. Um, uh, finally, yeah. we. Oh, you want to say something about that match? No, I just I was on the fence about saying. No, nah, go. No, no, no. Go ahead. Um, the main event will be um, for the third consecutive takeover. Adam called uh, Adam Cole defending against Johnny Gargano in a two out of three falls match for the NXT Championship. Yeah, both competitors were given the option to choose their stipulation. Um, Adam Cole cho- chose a standard wrestling match, which. I liked the storyline reason for it, but I am a little underwhelmed because, like, I don't know, you're going to tell me that you could pick a stipulation and then you pick a regular wrestling match. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's definitely an opportunity to, like, build on his character, and that doesn't yeah. really do that when you when you do it that way. So he, you know, basically said, I don't need I don't need to gimmick. I'll beat him in a one-on-one match. So, I, you know, the reason was there, but I was yeah. a little underwhelmed. Johnny Gargano chose a street fight. That'll be awesome. Yeah. And if it comes to a third fall, William Regal will decide. Um, oh, so you're not gonna? We're not gonna find out till that. we won't find out until the show, like that moment. He's until gonna come the third out and fall it. definitely happens. Obviously, yeah. Uh, what do you think it could be? I'm thinking there's like only a few options. What was Gargano's again? A street fight. I mean, yeah. What does this say? The options? Because <laughs> I'm basically. I, I'm I mean, I, I think much. a ladder match or a last man standing match. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, what else is... I was thinking submission, too, maybe, but that would be a bit anticlimactic at that point. Yeah, and Adam Cole doesn't really have a uh, submission of his own. That works better when, like, both competitors have, like, a signature submission, you know? key submission, yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Two out of three falls is definitely a good match for these two because they have so many false finishes, usually, and, like, I mean, you, you... I'm sure you know what I'm going to say, like to the point where it's like, oh my God, come, give me a break. I honestly would have done a 30 minute Iron Man match with them. Yeah. And got rid of well. this whole, that's what I would have done because their match last uh, takeover was 36 minutes. So it's not like you're taking a bunch of time away from the other matches. Yeah. Um, their main events of takeover get time. And I think it would have fit with the story that like you just said, almost more with what you just said, the near falls, yeah. um, how many, how many, Pins can you get in 30 minutes? Totally. Um, I think that was a big missed opportunity, actually. Yeah, that would be a better match now that you mention it. Um, I think Adam Cole is retaining, too. You think so? Okay. And then what, Gargano goes up to the main roster? Um, probably, yeah. 
Dude, what's where? When does it end? I mean, you know, there's so many people on main that just aren't getting used because there's only so much real estate, and then you just it's, NXT is just like an endless uh, stream of more sick talents just coming in and going to a place that already has way too many. Yeah, I mean, after SummerSlam is going to be a big moment for WWE because they have to reset everything. Well, you know, they're, they're they getting should. prepared for Fox on on Fox in October. They're getting right. prepared to probably i mean i don't even know if they should call anyone up but they probably will yeah i mean it stands to reason they need to start but, um, just giving people time off like you know yes there's just there's so many sick talents that you're not able to use like there should be like four month blocks where like at least a third of the roster is off and then they can come back after four months or roundabout and then you could you know siphon a few more people out for a bit yeah that would be great. Yeah, I don't know where you put them all. Otherwise, uh, all right. So that's does that do it for our summer's biggest party of the summer slam? Edition? That is it. Biggest party of the summer slam slam. All right, that's that's what they call it. It's obviously what it is called. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, thank you everybody for joining us for wishful booking. My name is Liam McNulty. Follow me on Twitter at me up to eleven. You can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Morecraft. You can like us on Facebook and Twitter at Wishful Booking. Interact with us and email in wishfulbooking at gmail.com. And enjoy the biggest party of the Summer Slam Slam. So long, guys. Later. Waking up so cold and distant, I forgot where I was. Though you walked me through the night. Soon enough, when leaning on the porch, the earth. So perfect when it's